0: You know, for a long time, I meant to try Pete's Coffee, but just never gave it a chance. But ever since I did, I have a hard time settling on anything less.
1: And there's something to say about a coffee company with such rich history and devotion to bring you that perfect brew.
0: Since Alfred Pete opened his first coffee bar in 1966, Pete's has selectively sourced the finest beans in the world, carefully calibrating each roast by hand and crafting each beverage with the utmost care.
1: Pete's aims to produce fresh-from-the-roaster's coffee delivered directly to your door, sourcing the top 1% of coffee beans— roasted by hand to unlock each bean's potential, and delivering it to you fresh to bring you the perfect cup.
0: With over 30 flavor varieties in both gourmet coffees and teas, like Vietnam Lotus Bold, Major Dickinson's Blend, and Arabian Mocha Java, you are sure to find the right flavor to start your day. And they even come in K-Cups for those of you who live life on the go.
1: Check out all the varieties of Pete's has to offer by following the link in the show notes
0: below. And starting August 30th, you can take advantage of their Labor Day sale and get yourself 20% off anything on their site by using promo code LABORDAY20 at checkout. This offer is valid through September 5th. That's promo code Labor Day 20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase this Labor Day.
1: But why not do one better? Use promo code NEWSUB30 at checkout and you get yourself 30% off of a new subscription to Pete's Coffee. That's right. All the delicious coffee you could want, delivered right to your door each and every month, without you ever having to worry about running low. What more could you ever need? That's promo code NEWSUB30.
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome back to Grindhouse.
1: Ah, uh, bah humbug.
0: Where we drink coffee and talk about movies. My name is Sean Tetro, and today with my girlfriend and co-host, Leah Diana, we will be winding back the reels to... 1997 after an accident that left murderer jack frost dead in genetic material the vengeful killer returns as a murderous snowman to enact revenge on the one man who sent him to be executed in jack frost the mutant killer snowman oh boy let's get into it
1: one cold night science and evil collide
0: Yeah. Now, a serial killer is on the loose. We hadn't even tested the acid on an amoeba, let alone a human cell. This is a disaster. Look, I just saw something that doesn't belong in this world, and it's out there killing my friends. Now tell me what it is. Jack Frost.
1: I think Jack's about to make an entrance And he's giving Cold-Blooded a whole new meaning Hey Jack What? You left
0: the 7-10 split Hell has just Frozen over me. Jack Frost. Look, Ma! I'm a Picasso! Spread the word, you dirty cocksuckers. Tell all your grave-riving friends what the matter out of city now! The Nightmare murder from the depths of hell oh. of death only at the grindhouse.
1: I'm very disappointed in you. Why now? <laughs> it's Christmas. Christmas means we watch fun. Wholesome movies that involve Michael Keaton. Instead, you give me 1997 trash with a snowman that doesn't even look like anything that's on the box.
0: No, of course not. This was the 90s.
1: I was afraid of this movie back in the 90s because I saw the box and I was like, huh, that looks really interesting and scary. I don't want to watch this. This was a heaping pile of dog shit. This,
0: uh, this was actually one that back in the day I saw in the video store and that's why I saw it for the first time. The cover jumped out at me. I was like, ooh, this looks fun. And, uh, brought it home and watched it several fucking times. <laughs> I thought this was the most ridiculous little thing. Uh
1: You enjoyed this? I love
0: this movie. I grew up watching this. This is <laughs> one of those cheesy little horror films that I, have, I revisited.
1: I have to reevaluate our entire relationship.
0: We've reached the point where Julia questions everything.
1: Last week, we watched Jingle All the Way. And I was like, cool, we'll watch a Christmas horror. You know, this, this, this might be scary. This might be interesting. We don't have any video. I can't show my face, but I'm doing a... What the fuck face?
0: <laughs> I suppose we should get into this. Mm. So this week, I'm drinking hot cocoa in, you know, celebration of the Christmas season.
1: We are recording this as of November 20th. We have just turned the heat on in our home because it is 35 degrees outside. It's cold. It's very cold. Our cats are, are have been yelling at us for days. But we were trying to wait because I did not want to accept it was winter yet. <laughs> Rhode Island decided. Oh, it's fucking winter. Thankfully, we are not in built Buffalo <laughs> because oh, they got like yeah. six feet of snow dumped on us. <laughs> you can keep that shit.
0: <laughs> and as one of the last films to close out our Christmas episodes, mm-hmm. we decided. I decided you that we should <laughs> that we should watch 1997's Jack Frost, which was an American direct-to-video black comedy slasher film. Written and directed by Michael Cooney. This, uh, this film stars basically a bunch of people you've never heard of. Uh, Not true. Minus one. Uh, we have Christopher Alport, St- uh, Stephen Mendel, F. William Parker, Rob LaBelle, and probably the most known, Shannon Elizabeth, who, you know, went on to bear all in the American Pie films.
1: Bear everything. <laughs> And let me tell you, I know how she got that uh, that job.
0: Based on this? Based
1: on this. Damn. Yes, even
0: at the start of her career, she was, was willing showing... to do far more than this movie oh, probably required. Oh my God. Though I'll give it to her. We don't actually see anything. There's just a lot of skin.
1: It is a lot of skin, but it is hilarious that she's not using like cover-ups. Yeah. That girl has no cover-ups on her. She is just fully naked.
0: Oh yeah. I actually I don't have any budgetary information for this one or box office returns of any kind
1: because it was garbage.
0: It uh, it was originally released November eighteenth, nineteen ninety seven, so just in time for Christmas.
1: Just <laughs> in time for Christmas.
0: Actually, we almost landed this recording
1: on the anniversary to the day. Yeah,
0: like that would have been fantastic. Happy anniversary, Jack.
1: No, <laughs> not happy anniversary. Before oh, we get yourself,
0: <laughs> before we get into the actual breakdown of the movie or anything like that, um, it's worth noting that I grew up watching this on VHS. For this recording, we sat down and watched the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray release, which. I'm a fucking maniac, so of course I own this high-quality version of an absolutely shitty film. Which
1: does not need to be in high-quality at all, because you can see all of the problems of this film.
0: I unfortunately have not been able to find the VHS version in my hunting, but hopefully one day.
1: Someday. I mean, we are going pretty hard on the videos lately, so... And the film...
0: So before we get into it, how how did you feel about Jack Frost? I called
1: it a heaping pile of dog shit. How do you think I feel? I got bored with it really quickly. I will say that. And I don't think that's the film's problem. Well, it is, but I think that is because in our endeavor to watch more movies, I finally understand what is a good film and what is not a good film. And this was not a good film. And it wasn't even that funny at times. So to me, this is one of those movies where it's like, oh, wow, we watched that. Can I have something else, please?
0: Uh, this is a. It's a very obviously meant to be a cheeseball comedy. Yeah. It's not a horror film. It's just ridiculous.
1: Just stupid. Just pure and unadulterated, stupid.
0: Like, I'm talking, we. Like, watching this you re- now, you realize how in your face the comedy elements are. Yeah. And it, they don't try to hide the fact that they're being satirical or funny in any way.
1: Like, some of the joke, I didn't write any of them down. I didn't because I was just... But some of them were the dumbest one-liners I've heard in a while. But, you know, as somebody who
0: loves bad puns, I can't believe you did enjoy at least some of them
1: if they were sexual i thought they were hilarious but you know i'm kind of a d- gross disgusting human being like that so <laughs> what was your opinion of the film my dear
0: i love it <laughs> like i i love these like often really bad cheaply made horror movies like this is kind of this is more a comedy than it is a horror film, but it is technically a slasher film. Mm. So, I don't know, this type of stuff is just hilarious to me. I always get enjoyment out of watching it. (sighs) This one especially, because I have that nostalgia factor with it. I grew up with it, I've watched it many times, and, like, as a kid, this is just like watching, when you're watching Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers...
1: But some of those are good. No, I said some.
0: But this one coming into that same arena is just out of this world. You're like, what the fuck am I watching? Honestly, I
1: think I said that <laughs> within the first five minutes. I looked at you and said, what the fuck are we watching?
0: Pure schlock.
1: Pure absolute just garbage turds. Now, I will say, if this is one of those movies where you, you and your friends are hanging out around like the campfire <clears throat> or somebody's house and you're like, ah. Oh, got hot toddies and spiked eggnog. Let's watch a film. Highly recommended. Oh, yeah. Highly recommended for the group activity.
0: And I have to give it to Vinegar Syndrome. This is a pretty good 2K transfer.
1: It was a very good transfer. I mean, 4K would have been absolute fucking horrible because you could see a lot. Oh, let me start over. 4K would have been terrible because you could see a lot of the practical effects and how they did not age well for
0: 1997. Oh, God. No. So this was very obviously meant to be watched on VHS. Like that low quality.
1: VHS or like TBS on a Sunday while you're like making chili waiting for the game to come on in the middle of winter.
0: Yeah. This is, it's not meant to be beautifully projected or anything like that. a
1: uh, fucking PlayStation 5 with 4K capabilities. Not it, meant for that.
0: Though it was filmed on 35mm, which is kind of surprising. It's this in terms of what you're watching, the quality of it, like the meat of the actual product, like you're you would almost expect this to be like some shitty 16mm movie. But
1: you know, surprisingly, um I'm not sure what you're talking about. Can you explain the difference between thirty five and sixty?
0: It's a bigger size film. <laughs> uh, 35 millimeter. Yeah. It's like a bigger size film. You would have, it would have been more expensive to shoot in 35. Okay. So like seeing how cheaply this movie is made, it's funny that they chose to shoot on a more expensive film stock.
1: Maybe that's where they put their money into. They went to Goodwill and Savers to get all the Christmas decor. And half the shit that are around the house. Because let me tell you, it looked like my grandmother's house before we sold it in some of those houses. It, so
0: much of it was actually, like, really... It's, like, handmade. Like, if you... In the... I noticed a couple just, like, in the police station. They had um, little, like, strings of snowmen cut out of police tape. Yeah. And then they... Uh, in one scene, it was very clear... That they covered the tree in that that like strandy like spiderweb snow, yep. That you can buy to like put a, put around your little Christmas village. Like it was, it was very obvious. Like yeah. it didn't look like snow at all.
1: <laughs> it definitely looked like this was made in the ninety seven.
0: I mean, Jack Frost suit alone was like a just big foam mess. No,
1: <laughs> oh, I don't. We'll get, we're gonna talk about that separately because holy holy shit you could have tried harder
0: <laughs> so shall we get into the film yeah if you can even call this a film this is a movie
1: let's get Not into the seven-year-olds that decided let's go on the back and take grandpa's sony cam and run around
0: i wouldn't go that far
1: i would i would
0: she hates me She hates me for picking these (laughs) schlocky films.
1: This and Tix are the only ones I'm still mad at you for.
0: (laughs) So we open this absolute trash fest with a title sequence that's... Accompanied by a very gruesome voiceover.
1: It said so. The the DVD or the Blu-ray, whatever we watched, said it had intro with the director. Was that the director's intro?
0: No, no, no. no. That that's the actual. This what we watched was the introduction of the movie.
1: So it was just a dude being like, "Oh hell, here, Sally. Here's a story." And he's going, "Oh, daddy."
0: Yeah. So it's it's meant to be. What we're seeing is the opening credits, which. I've actually always appreciated these opening credits because they like rather than giving you just titles over stock imagery, they actually filmed a decorated Christmas tree and all of the ornaments had the the cast, the, and, crew. The cast and crew and everybody painted onto them,
1: which was very pretty,
0: which I, sh- I thought po- that was that took a lot of effort and most shitty films wouldn't do something like that.
1: I feel like they wanted this film to be a lot better than was, and it just turned it out to be a dark trash comedy.
0: True. I'm sure they had hopes for it. Most filmmakers do. Yeah. Um, but this, this whole opening credits sequence is narrated over by what is supposed to sound like a little girl asking her grandfather to tell her a Christmas story, and what he tells her by the way this little girl's voice is very obviously fake it's not
1: Oh yeah it's one of the dudes
0: it's somebody like pretending to be a little girl but <laughs>
1: that's illegal kids
0: what what he tells her is this horrific story about a serial killer named Jack Frost and how he gruesomely murdered people and that tonight would be was the night he was supposed to be executed yeah and from this opening we transition over to Jack being transported to execution
1: in the middle of a horrific snowstorm where the somebody's in the back of the truck with him smoking and he's he he has handcuffs on but it's like a six foot slack so he could use the handcuffs like to strangle this dude which you know he eventually does kill him. And the other guys are making fun of him and egging him on.
0: Yeah, it's a very stereotypical kind of cop prisoner scene where they're just, like, picking on the prisoner. and Yeah, they're being dicks. And, of course, he's going to fucking break out and kill everybody. He's going to snap. Now, Jack Frost in this movie is played by Scott McDonald, who I have to give him props because he... His performance, he, we only actually see him as Jack Frost in this opening scene. Yeah. And his performance throughout this is so over the top and ridiculous. Like, you could tell he's having a lot of fun with it, and he's almost bringing it to, like, a Jack Nicholson level.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, he's very campy. It's very it's campy. It's very
0: campy. On the way to execution, the transport suffers an accident. It collides with a chemical truck.
1: No, 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 say it right. It gently taps the bumper.
0: Oh, God, this is literally the most amazing accident scene I've ever seen filmed. Just the way they piece this together is so funny. It's like they couldn't afford to do an accident, so they just did it in the most ridiculous way possible.
1: They slowly, bumpers slowly kissed and caused everybody to be yeah, thrown or killed from the vehicles i'm like
0: it literally cuts from these this these slow bumpers very gently touching to the camera spinning in circles <laughs> they're supposed to represent the trucks flipping over it's it's anarchy the back of the truck blows open jack goes flying out
1: then he goes to kill the chemical engineer truck driver
0: Yes. It just
1: says, it says genetic engineer chemicals. That's all it says.
0: And the collision caused one of the cars to
1: start heating up,
0: start heating up. And he got
1: sprayed with this hot liquid that melted him instantly.
0: Yes. And that was actually a pretty decent melt scene for a cheap ass movie. It
1: wasn't a bad melt scene. I've seen, I've seen better. From the other movies that we've watched. I don't think we've seen there wasn't any melting scenes this year from any movies, was there?
0: Um nothing memorable. The
1: stuff didn't have a melting scene.
0: Uh, right? Well, yeah, the stuff had melting scenes, but, but not like standard I, ones. I
1: think the better melting scene, not the stuff, it would be blob the, the remake of the blob.
0: Well, yeah. That would
1: be the better melting scene. But we haven't seen it yet, so we can't we can't reference yet.
0: Um that melts I always appreciate when somebody uh melts into a skeleton, even for a brief Oh my god, moment. I know. That's always so cool. But we actually watch uh Jack melt into the snow, which by the way, there's this as those shots are happening, they do these like cross dissolves of his like hand melting and it turns into a twig hand. Yep. I fucking love that. <laughs> um, but he melts into the snow. He disappears. But then we start to see his DNA change in really bad CGI for the 90s. Um,
1: this early CGI. What do you want?
0: And the snow starts to come back to life. It starts bubbling. But then we cut over to our protagonist.
1: Who is driving in the same snowstorm. Having flashbacks to catching Jack Frost because he's the policeman who caught him after Jack Frost because Jack Frost is a nasty serial killer in this place. Yeah, he's like area. traveled
0: around killing people.
1: And he's the one that caught him and, and the back flashes are like, I will find a way to get you. And I'm just like, wow, holy shit. This guy's got major PTSD. Maybe instead of being the sheriff of a town, he should get some medical help.
0: Maybe retire
1: maybe move or work somewhere at a convenience th- yeah, store. <laughs> where, not where you're in a small town.
0: No. But the sheriff here his, his actual name is Sam. So I'm going to S- refer to him Sam. as that. But they driving home, it's it's just past midnight, like this is when Jack was supposed to be executed. So him and his wife are talking about it, like it's over. You you can be you can rest assured that all this trauma is going to go away now. Mm. And they wind up driving past the accident site. And we meet both his wife and son in this scene. His son's, uh, what was his name?
1: Terrible actor.
0: Dude, I don't even want to talk about this fucking kid. I have so many horrible things to say about him, but we'll get to those.
1: I don't want to shit on a kid, but I'm going to shit on this kid.
0: (laughs) They drive past the accident site and he does like attempt to ask what happened and, let them know that he's the local sheriff but they kind of just wave him off they're like no no, no don't worry about it it's federal matter no
1: nah, get out of here I'm
0: so all right. he just they go home in the following scenes here we're kind of introduced to the the community i forget the name of the town
1: snowdenville
0: it's like yeah it's like snowden oh no snowminton let that sink in
1: snowminton,
0: snowminton.
1: No way that's a real place.
0: The snowman capital of the Midwest.
1: Oh yeah, don't you know? Why? (laughs) Stop asking asking stupid questions.
0: This whole movie is stupid questions. (laughs) Why? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're we're introduced to the community and its residents, and this is during the preparation of the town's annual snowman building competition. Who told
1: these people that they that they were anywhere near decent to enter a contest for snowman building? Because some of those snowmen
0: are as basic as they come. I'm
1: pretty sure I know kindergarten classes that could do better.
0: Um, as you said, we see that Sam is he's haunted by his involvement with the Jack Frost case. And this mm-hmm. kind of reoccurs as these like little waking nightmares throughout the entire movie.
1: Yeah, he's got that... Um, like. That 90s trope cut out magazine letters was like, I will find you, yeah. I will ice you, I will kill you, you shit like that. You assume that Jack
0: like, sent these to him from prison, yeah, things like that.
1: Why would they allow them? this dude to send these to him from prison?
0: It's a movie. It doesn't need to make sense.
1: Some of my movies, I would like to make some semblance <laughs> of order and sense, please, and thank you.
0: Uh, Sam goes into work and... He's immediately told that someone was killed. Yep. And then we literally smash cut to Sam and a couple of the other cops standing over the frozen corpse of an old man in a rocket chair outside of his house.
1: That's just like, hunched over like this. Like, like <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks like a good prop.
0: And that... They say in this scene that like the there haven't been there's never really been murders in the town like like people don't just die gruesomely so obviously Sam gets a little worried he goes to his car and he uh, calls over to the FBI yep and just to make sure like Jack is dead like he has to know for sure yeah and they kind of wave him off but at the same time we are introduced to. The idea that the chemical that Jack was hit with was this experimental acid that was never tested on any living organisms before.
1: Uh.
0: A classic 80s, 90s trope, just toxic waste, basically.
1: (laughs) Why was everybody so obsessed with toxic waste in the 90s? It was
0: just an easy explanation for things that you didn't have to talk too much about. She's like, eh, it was to- chemical waste. It was toxic waste. Don't The most uh, that toxic waste it.
1: does is cause
0: cancer. Yeah, it doesn't... They didn't know that back then.
1: I would call this movie cancer.
0: I mean... Somebody's cancer. My cancer. <laughs> we cut over to Sam's wife um, as she's returning home and she finds an unfinished snowman in the yard. So she tells their son oh, Ryan. Like-
1: I like the snowman. Why don't you go outside and play with the snowman? Because this kid has a knack for creating food. <laughs> Which, yeah,
0: that, that comes into play. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> and he's just he is literally a tornado in the kitchen. This woman just finished cleaning the kitchen from the scene prior. And she comes in and he has like literally obliterated this kitchen again. This is why I'm not having children. Stay out of my kitchen. Stay you out imagine, of my house.
0: You imagine how much food he wastes. Like, do you ever remember doing that? Like as a kid, you just like take shit from the kitchen and be like, I made a meal and it's like not edible.
1: So when (laughs) I was a kid, I had a Fisher Price kitchen. Oh God. I have actually pictures of this Fisher Price kitchen. I loved it that much. I would take the ketchup, mustard, mayo and all the condiments downstairs and I would play with my (coughs) Fisher Price kitchen and I would make concoctions as my mother called it. Now as an adult, I realize I was literally just throwing food away. And I'm like, my mom and dad were so patient with me back then. But if my kid were to now in the grocery crisis of 2022, I don't want to talk about how much money we spend in groceries now. We used to budget, used to budget each of us, what, 50, 60 a week each. So come out to like 100, 120. I want to talk about... It's How much? so expensive. But Thanksgiving, we only spent $50. That's not bad. No, that's, that's not bad. Considering Thanksgiving is just us. <laughs> this is coming out after. Doesn't matter. And nobody's going to listen to it. Mm. I don't care. <clears throat> you can cut it out if you want.
0: Um, so... I I should preface that like this movie it cuts around quite a bit
1: a lot yeah so we're it jumping was a back hard and forth to kind of yeah keep up with
0: it but um Sam returns to the precinct the whole town has already heard about this old man's death cuz I'm guessing small town sets. news a yeah. town? um and they're demanding results we then jump back to Ryan who's working on the snowman and a bunch of bullies show up, threatening him, and they knock the head off the snowman. And the snowman then pushes, no, trips. Well, they said pushes, but trips Billy, and he winds up getting decapitated by a sled.
1: I'm talking about like one of those sleds from like A Christmas Story. People have seen A Christmas like Story. The wood with the, the metal wood rails. With the metal. I have gotten my fingers run over by one of those. It doesn't instantly chop your fingers off. It hurts, and you get damaged. That thing is not going to cut your head off.
0: No. Uh, nothing in this movie is believable by any regard. Like, the, the kills are all absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, jumping ahead, we the next kill we get is Billy's dad. He's grieving the loss of his son.
1: Who gets thrown fucked by yeah, an axe?
0: He steps outside to smoke his pipe. Jack starts taunting him with whispers. Grabs an axe. He's not suspecting the giant fucking snowman in the yard that nobody built.
1: But if there's a giant fucking snowman in your yard that's shaped like a fucking person.
0: Well, all snowmen are somewhat shaped like people.
1: Have you ever made a snowman? Yeah. Yeah, are you making it seven feet tall?
0: No, but somebody might.
1: Who has that much patience to make a seven foot tall snowman?
0: But as you said, Jack grabs the axe from him and literally shoves it down his throat. Now, the coroner later says that the axe was shoved down his throat with such force that the, the handle bent. So it literally bent down his throat. Logistically, that is impossible. It's not possible. It would have broken through the back of his fucking head. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> let's think Jason and Freddy logic. Like, that skull would are have been telling fucking me, destroyed.
0: Are you telling me Jason and Freddy are more realistic?
1: Absolutely!
0: <laughs> oh, Freddy's, my God.
1: Not, not Freddy. Jason's kills are more real. I will believe you can put some bitch in a sleeping bag and slam her against a tree. Than I would getting throat fucked by the handle, the bent handle of an axe.
0: It's so like this. This movie uses Looney Tune logic, and honestly, I think that's what makes it entertaining. Put the movie back
1: on. We need to see if that that axe is from Acme.
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we that right after this, we cut inside to his wife, who's she basically gets wrapped up in Christmas lights, and then. Her face is shoved into ornaments, and then she's strung up to the tree. It's a big hodgepodge death, and it's wacky as all hell. The it way they is show it.
1: ridiculous, like to the point where I don't think they meant for it to be on such a quality because you can see the makeup around each like where the broken ornament was in her face yeah the first time not the second time. the second time it's more cohesive <laughs> but you can see where they were like okay like cut do some of the makeup and then put it back where they didn't finish it so it was like you could see the appliques around it and it wasn't blended correctly no so i'm like i could have at least given her some time to finish at ap- blending the appliques on this poor thing
0: and then this was it was likely done very fast yeah and the way they present it, it's very flashy. So, like, you have her standing up against the snowman and then just lights are being strung around her. Um, they're they're doing these, like, zoom in and out to Jack's face. This
1: is the family of the boy that was just killed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And when he's shoving her face into the box of ornaments, it's a, very clearly a dummy from the back. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so quick, dirty, and
1: it, it's, flashy. It definitely is one of those movies where you're like, the the director was not going for realism at all. He was okay with people being like, that's not real. Well, you, because it's satirical. It's a dark comedy kind of thing.
0: You also don't step into a movie, like, directing a movie about a killer snowman without immediately being like, this is gonna be just fucking over the top.
1: Garbage. Absolute hot Garbage.
0: I would make a, a Jack Frost film. I think that'd be fun. Why? Why not? Why? It'd be so much fun.
1: Where are you going to make it? What? We we don't live anywhere with enough snow to do this.
0: I can travel. <sighs> I mean, there was a second one. No. <laughs> Let's, uh, let, me, let me briefly talk about that, but oh. there, there is a second movie.
1: It's not in our wheelhouse, right?
0: No, uh, it came out in 2000, so you're in Thank the player. Thank God! But uh, it, was, it was called Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman, And that one's actually even more ridiculous, because it takes place in Hawaii... Because the family, it's all, the original cask comes back.
1: Oh my God.
0: And they travel to Hawaii to get away from that town. And I don't even remember how, but Jack, the antifreeze bottles get dug back up. <laughs> and Jack is now immune to antifreeze. Oh no. And he is able to create snow babies, which are basically these snowballs with teeth Like, gremlin style. It gets fucking insane, and I love it. (sighs) She wants me dead. She wants me dead (laughs) so bad.
1: I'm trying to come up with a witty pun for, like, snow fetuses, but I can't think of anything. And the only thing that comes to mind are the things on the sticks from Labyrinth where they're biting Ludo. I'm like, oh, we got you now. That's all I can think of are those little bitey things. Oh, my God
0: uh that one would be fun to talk about but it's out of our wheelhouse
1: so this is terrible and you can cut this one out if you don't think this is good but think abominable snowman but abortions so it's abortionable snowman.
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> little snow abortions
1: <laughs> come here little abortion <laughs> That's getting cut out.
0: <laughs> um, so as Jack's killing this whole family, uh, the so I, he's like, I don't know what this character actually is, but he's one of the people in the town. His name is. Um,
1: Was this the general store owner?
0: Is it the general store? His name's Paul Davaro.
1: Yeah, it's the general store owner.
0: But, yeah, alright, so he owns the general store, which is also the gun store, like, they have yeah. a lot of shit, but he go. it's pre-established that he kind of just brings salt to everybody's houses. Yeah. And so he shows up in the middle of this and sees Jack- The snowman. Having just killed the wife, and he fucking freaks out and runs away. We immediately jump to the cops finding the bodies- so, because
1: one of the police officers were coming over to say how sorry he is for his son's death and everything, and he says that in the beginning of it, and then they just show up and they're like, oh, God, I just found her like this.
0: Yeah. Um, they discover the bodies. The Sam then returns to the precincts and finds the FBI waiting. Yep. Or... The FBI, with quotation marks.
1: Severe quotation marks.
0: Because these people say that they're part of the the FBI. But
1: they intercepted the call because they work for government experiments and the genetic company. Yeah. Which I was like, uh, how? Put this, put two and two together here, please.
0: Um, they all go to the crime scene. And after some deliberation, which is where we find out that the axe was bent. Yep. Um... They declare a, a curfew for the town. Yep. And the police then kind of round everybody up at the town hall. And while they're kind of laying down the rules, like, you guys can all come here, stay here. Yep. Just until the situation's handled. Uh Paul Davro shows up and he's screaming about oh, he's kill a killer snowman. He's destroying
1: all of the snowmen outside because they had the snowman competition. Yeah. And he's like, hey, he's a snowman! Hey, he's a snowman! Like, what?
0: Now, a lot happens over the next few minutes yeah. uh, as people are they're kind of battening down. They're trying to figure, uh, figure out how to stay safe for the night and catch the person responsible for these killings. But the next noteworthy thing that happens is... Shannon Elizabeth and her boy toy Tommy in this movie make the decision that, I blame the sheriff for my brother's death, so let's go to break into his house and fuck.
1: Like, getting semen and lady juice all over the house is like, Haha, yeah, revenge! What?!
0: I don't understand I don't, the logic. I
1: don't because they break into the house, they don't have any of the lights on. They strip almost naked down to their like long johns in the kitchen.
0: By the way, that this scene is obviously played for comedy because they are layered up. They live in a snowy mountain town. So they're they're wearing so many layers that it's just this montage of unzipping and shedding clothing.
1: It's very different from her American Pie scene where it was literally just boom, 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 buttons. Yeah. And then you see boobies. You don't see anything on her except for.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: her death scene where you just see the outline of stuff which is coming up oh my god i feel bad for tommy because i feel like he let his penis lead the way and he wouldn't be dead
0: he paid for it
1: oh god he didn't even he he didn't even get to see titties
0: no he didn't so just before they get naked she uh, demands
1: a hot bath A fireplace and wine before she can do the giggity.
0: Yes. So she goes upstairs to get ready for her bath.
1: To dry her hair.
0: You assume because of the snow. To dry her hair to
1: get in the bath.
0: Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. What? Tommy starts to get some... Is it wine or champagne? It,
1: I want to say it's champagne. It looks like she, champagne. But it, it he makes the comment when she's like, I'll I'll be upstairs. You get this, this, and this. And then, you know, I'll be ready for you. He's like, I, I was more ready at pop. And then the next scene is him popping champagne yeah, in his crotch. It's and gotta you're be like, champagne. That joke was terrible.
0: Bad puns. Ugh. But he hears someone outside, goes to investigate. He gets attacked by Jack. Yep. Uh... Jack, in this scene, discovers a new trick. That he's able to shoot icicles out of his hands. Tommy doesn't make it. (laughs) Right in the head. Tommy gets pinned to the door and dies. We go back up to Shannon Elizabeth. I honestly don't know her fucking character's name. I don't care. She's Shannon Elizabeth. But where she finds a hot bath waiting for her, Mm. she assumes that Tommy drew it for her so
1: she says thank you Tommy
0: she goes and hops in and Jack melts down and sneaks in with her cause yes we, we did not establish that but in the movie it is established that Jack has the ability to melt and mm-hmm. reassemble himself
1: Jill her name
0: is Jill so it was a Jack and Jill scene <laughs> That is the sound of Leah smashing her head into her microphone. Now, I want to talk about this scene a little bit, because this is Shannon Elizabeth's big death scene.
1: Was this her, like, please tell me this wasn't her first film, Sweetie.
0: I think it might have been, unless she did something Oh, younger. I
1: lied. She's 49. Is she? She's going to be 50 next year. Wow. Look at her. She looks good. Guys, am I almost that old? No. American Pie came out when I was in high school.
0: It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Anyway. This is her
1: first film.
0: Gotta start somewhere.
1: (laughs) She had, like, three little uh, television ones on (laughs) Arliss, Hangtime, and Baywatch. But this was her first major film. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, I'm so sorry.
0: Anyway. So, this scene, she starts to notice the water getting cold, and it, like freezes over with her inside and then there's this whole thing where jack lifts up out of the like they would lift up out of the tub and her arms are like inside of him because he formed around her now did you notice anything about this scene about jack specifically in this no scene?
1: i was too busy trying to figure out if she was on like if she was on like uh like a stand or something when they lifted her up, because she was perfectly positioned and like she was she was moving with Jack perfectly and not flailing at all. So I was like, is she on something and like tied to him? Or is she like is are they laying down and I think, then moving? I think
0: they had him like lifted okay. on something.
1: No, I did not look at Jack very well.
0: So if you look closely at this scene, which there's actually a picture of it on the back of the box. Jack doesn't have a nose in this scene.
1: Yeah, it popped up.
0: The theory, which it's never been confirmed, but the fan theory, for for people who are fans of this, is that the carrot was placed somewhere else. No. And then, uh, she is literally killed in this scene because he bashes her against the wall. So... If that theory is correct, then Shannon Elizabeth is fucked to death.
1: Jack <laughs> proceeds to have Jill with se- have sex with Jill while slamming her head repeatedly against the wall of the bathtub as
0: she screams. She is fucked to death by a snowman, <laughs> and his carrot.
1: Well, I guess she got her beta carotene. Ooh! Did he beta carot came?
0: That oh, no, that was awful. I'm not giving you that one. I'm sorry. register
1: (laughs) i don't think it did (laughs) now now logistically was she fucked with the girthier end or the pointier end of the carrot
0: that's a good question
1: if he's a sadistic asshole it would have been the pointier part but if he really wanted to like at least you know please her before she died it would have been the it's the pointier part isn't it probably jill got jill got jackhammered by a carrot Uh, I don't feel good.
0: You feel dirty now? I feel gross. Imagine watching that as a kid.
1: What is wrong with you? Back in 97, you were like... You weren't even 10 yet!
0: Nope. Stop hitting the microphone.
1: No! Appreciate this and edit!
0: Anyway, we cut back to the police. Um... Information begins to bleed out of what's really going on. So was Jill. And. Suddenly, <laughs> and suddenly Jack arrives. Uh, they barricade themselves inside their precinct. Jack melts down and starts seeping through the space between the door. And when he reforms, they discover that he can be hurt by heat because the. Uh, sheriff just grabs the reception. Is she a receptionist? The yeah, receptionist she has a hairdryer hair dryer.
1: on her desk. For
0: some fucking reason.
1: She's obsessed with her hair.
0: Um, as a result of this, they decide to blow up the precinct with aerosol. No. <laughs> that would not work. <sighs> what now?
1: Oh my god, I've read something that makes me laugh. Technically, in the sequel where Jack has children, they're technically her kids as Jake Jack raped her.
0: That's a way to think about it.
1: This, this is from the actual, like, the fandom wiki.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. I, I gotta stop reading this shit. It's too funny.
0: All right, um, continue. <laughs> so they blow Jack to smithereens only to find out that he just reforms. The town then barricades itself inside the town hall once again. Um, Sam demands that the FBI doctor guy fill him in on everything. Mm. And we end up getting this long-winded explanation about genetic research meant to prolong life, which had unforeseen side effects. And... In this whole sequence, they also come up with a plan to lure Jack into the furnace of the town hall and melt him down for good. Jack shows up as a giant snowball that rolls through the front door of the town hall. And they attack him with a bunch of hair dryers on extension cords. Because it's funny. Why not? And they force him down into the furnace. Which happens very quickly. Yeah. It's like a series of like fast cutting. Probably just to avoid having to figure out how to logistically get him downstairs and shit.
1: Yeah. Also, that many hair dryers hooked up into one plug, it you would, would have blown blow the fuse. the outlets. I I used to blow the fuse with my one hair dryer I had.
0: Yeah. But just when they think they're safe, Jack turns into fucking condensation and reforms again. He kills the two FBI guys possessing one of them and riding him basically outside where he is then vomited back up and reforms again. Uh, Sam Sam and his son, Ryan, they lock themselves in his squad car and Jack melts down starts seeping through the air vents and Mm. it's this whole stupid, it's really a time-wasting moment, but (laughs) they they get out of the car through ridiculous means because I don't feel like explaining all of it. And Sam shoves the oatmeal that Ryan had made him earlier in the movie, which we didn't talk about, but Mm -hmm. he made him oatmeal into Jack's face. And suddenly Jack begins to like his face melts away and it's all like bloody.
1: Yeah, it's really weird.
0: And Sam is like, what, Ryan, what the hell did you put in that oatmeal? And Ryan then informs him that he didn't want his dad to be cold. So he made it with antifreeze. I want you to take in in this information for a moment, Sam, because your son tried to fucking murder you, and you're just okay with like, it. It's okay. He's just a kid. He didn't know he better. So maybe
1: he did murder the first kid, and your child is just fucked up.
0: Imagine if this whole movie was just the in the imagination of Ryan. Oh there my was,
1: god! Did he fuck Jill to death?
0: There was no, there was no killer snowman. It was just Ryan going around killing people. That That's would be, the movie you need to make. That would be interesting. Yeah. But with this new information, they make another plan to take take out Jack for good because the first twelve worked out so oh, well. Oh yeah. But Sam gets him to chase him with a no balls joke, which is set up earlier in the movie. It's it's really what bad.
1: Was, what was the joke? Hang on. Um,
0: it's what's, wh- the, difference? what's the difference between snowmen and snow women? Snowballs. You
1: got snowballs, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God. Uh this finale is a joke after joke, pun after pun race to the finish. It's
1: a punishment, that's it, what it is.
0: <laughs> which results in Sam tackling Jack through a window into the a bed of a pickup truck of
1: antifreeze.
0: <laughs> filled with antifreeze.
1: His arm falls off by the way. It His falls arm falls
0: off. Jack melts away. Uh
1: psycho kid picks up the arm and goes dad you forgot this and then it wraps itself around the kid so he has to baptize his child in the antifreeze i think that's revenge for making antifreeze oatmeal
0: (laughs) uh and the day is saved but we get to end on a nice little sour note as we see the people of the town they're burying the bottles of antifreeze which are still very, very much active.
1: said sour note. That's because antifreeze has a sour taste to it. So cats it? and children don't... Yeah, cats and children will not, won't drink it. Because antifreeze is like bright blue and bright green. Yeah, that's true. It looks like Gatorade or Mountain Dew.
0: I've never tasted antifreeze.
1: Why would you taste antifreeze?
0: Well, you said it has a sour taste. Like, how would you know that?
1: Because they say that's what they put in it.
0: They say that. It could taste like fucking gumdrops for all you know. Stop hitting the microphone!
1: So it sets up for the sequel.
0: sets up for the sequel which very obviously at the time that they made this, that was not planned. No. They just wanted to end on that cliffhanger that all fucking slasher films end on. Would
1: you call this a slasher?
0: Yeah. Very much so.
1: I think this is an insult to
0: slasher films. It's a black comedy slasher. It's not a standard. Black comedy
1: slasher would be Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: No. That's funny now, but it wasn't funny then.
1: What about the dude that goes, Trash Day? Well,
0: that's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. That's a whole other fucking can of worms that will open up at some point.
1: I think that, (laughs) that should be on the list. Oh, God. Don't do the first one. Just jump right to the second one.
0: No, 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 no. I might have a few fun facts for you.
1: Oh, dear God. Okay.
0: Oddly enough, uh, as you said, this is Shannon Elizabeth's first acting role and first nude scene, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. Like, not many people can say that they did both their first on-screen performance and nude scene in the same movie. Most people wouldn't do that.
1: No. (laughs) No. But more power to Fran and Elizabeth because we've all seen her naked and she is one hot looking babe. <laughs> Let me tell you, in nineteen ninety-nine when American Pie came out, I was like fourteen going on fifteen. And I've always been a chubby girl. I wanted to look like that woman. I was like, someday I'll be as beautiful as Shannon Elizabeth. So you know what? She aspired chubby girls everywhere to want to look like her.
0: <laughs> and you were actually right. Uh Writer-director Michael Cooney did the voice for the man telling the story of Jack Frost at the beginning.
1: See? I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm not the smartest, but I know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) This explains a lot. Mm. This movie was actually shot in the winter during a drought year. So there was no snow. (laughs) All the snow in the movie is fake. fake. There's not a single real bit of snow. That doesn't
1: bode well for you remaking this movie video. It
0: was 70 it was 70 degrees when they fucking shot this. <laughs> <laughs> they used foam and cotton swabs. Oh, uh, holy shit. That's
1: a lot of cotton swabs. Is that why the snowman melted into like cotton at the
0: end? Yep, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. You. Oh. So this movie apparently ran into financial issues. During production. Okay. Which delayed things. Initially, it was going to be directed by somebody else. Uh, Ren- oh, Rennie Harlan, who did um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4? No. Yeah, 4. And uh, this movie Prison and Die Hard 2. Mm. Um, and it was going to be made for $30 million. Can you imagine this movie with a thirty million dollar budget? No, <laughs> how fucking insane that would have been. They shot it in just eighteen days, which is pretty, pretty impressive for any production. And the big rape scene in the in this film was originally not intended to be what it was. Um, it was meant to just be Jack smashing Jill into the wall until she died. <laughs> but, <laughs> But when the movie got into the editing phase, the editor told the director, "You know what this looks like, uh, due to the shot of the carrot that floats up to the uh, surface they of the water." They just ran with it. Yeah, and uh, the fact that Jack's nose wasn't on the the big puppet thing, so they kind of just went with it rather than reshooting. They were just like, "You know what? Fuck it." No well, pun fuck intended. Her.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Well, I'm glad it wasn't intended, (laughs) but poo-poo on you for making it that.
0: (laughs) Terrible. I think that's fucking hilarious, because, like, as a kid, I didn't think that. I didn't, like, I just thought, oh, he's smashing her against the wall. It never fucking occurred until later on in life. I was like, oh, my God, he's raping her.
1: He's carrot-fucking her.
0: Ugh. So I... Unless you have anything else you'd like to talk about. I guess we jump to closing Please questions. Close this. <laughs> Please close this one. You don't like talking about this
1: movie? I will bang my she head wants against this mic again. She wants
0: me so dead.
1: I don't know which one I'm going to be more upset with. This one or next week's. Oh,
0: <laughs> final overall thoughts on the film.
1: Oh, garbage. <laughs> close it up. Put it on the shelf. I don't want to see this one again. This is terrible.
0: Uh, for I mean, for me, I still love watching this. It's so you love cheesy, this campy bullshit. I love campy shit. Like it's so bad. I mean, especially now that I'm like, I've got started to get back into that like shot on video, like underground, mm. crappy movie arena. Mm. This kind of falls right along with with those. It's not shot on video, shot on film, but. It just has that cheese ball that aesthetic.
1: Je ne sais quoi that you're that, looking that for.
0: Chef's kiss, oh, you know. Oh,
1: God, <laughs> don't ever do that again. That's my thing.
0: Did you have any favorites?
1: <sighs> I made it with any fries. <laughs> <phrase.
0: laughs> I was like, your kid is
1: trying to kill you. I did not want you to be cold. If it's in the garage, little Timmy, don't put it in the food. I'm just, I'm floored <laughs> by that. That happened, and I was like, he did what? Okay.
0: I think, like, this movie has a lot of little moments that I really like, mm. like just funny little things, like uh, the shot of Jack standing there with the fucking stop sign, or I mean the the antifreeze stuff. Like all the comedy beats are really funny. I have a list of lines here that I wrote oh, down. Go,
1: go for it. I did not remember any of the lines.
0: So, gosh, I only asked you for a smoke.
1: What, what, what? Well, it
0: ain't fucking frosty. Oh my God, world's most pissed off snow cone. <laughs> that
1: one was kind of funny, actually. I laughed at that one.
0: There was look, ma, I'm a Picasso. <laughs> we iced him.
1: <laughs> we iced him. Yep. Blow me. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. Blow me.
0: But I think my personal favorite was the sh- uh, Sam says, "Mother of God." The classic Mother of God line. Yep. And the retort, nah, bitch couldn't make it. (laughs) Yep, I remember that. I fucking love that one. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) This movie's so fucking stupid. (laughs) I'm
1: glad you realized this. Oh,
0: I do. I I realize it. Most people would fucking hate this, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) Wow. Does it work? No. Why not? Oh. <laughs> number one, the story of, like, the background of the dude is ridiculous. And the genetic stuff? Why couldn't he have just been, like, they were trying to make Halloween, but hol- but holidays. Basically, uh, a, an, an inmate escapes and goes on a killing spree. But make it funny and make it a snowman.
0: They were so... When it comes to the genetic explanation stuff, like, all of that, it's so basic and glossed over, yeah. like, w- what's the word I'm thinking of? It's it's very it's very brushed aside. Like, it's not anything, like, they try to treat it as if it's not important. It's a plot hole. It's yeah. a huge
1: plot hole in the story. M-
0: it's a MacGuffin.
1: MacGuffin, yep. It's
0: just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter, just fucking forget about it. And... It's just made to, to be like, just accept what we give you and have fun with it. Yeah. Which I do. Like I I accept it. It's a bad explanation. It's bad everything, but I fucking find it so goddamn funny, but I will tell you it does not work. The movie doesn't work at all. Not at all. But I think that's why I like it because it doesn't work it's just (laughs) fucking ridiculous
1: you can sit there and watch this with friends and have fun and they'll just be like, "What the fuck is this? This this is a group activity." Yes, this is definitely. On that
0: note, would you recommend it?
1: Yes, if you're gonna get either high or drunk or on Halloween and you and your friends are doing a a friends miss or a friends giving, and you're like, "Let's put something ridiculous on," and there are no children, hundred percent recommend this. It'll be like you guys want to watch some shit. Do it with there the you go. children no no sean no this is why you're
0: fucked up read a whole new generation
1: you look so good right now i want to smash my head
0: against you don't
1: (laughs) no no kids let them meet shannon elizabeth (laughs) in american pie where they're supposed to meet her
0: where she bears all
1: titties and all at an older what? age. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> at an older age. You know, like 14, like I was.
0: Yeah, I watched American Pie way too young, so, you know.
1: How old were you when you watched American uh, Pie?
0: When it came out.
1: You were 11 when American Pie came out. Yes, yeah, fine. You were 11. I was 14. At least 14 is okay. 11?
0: It's fine. I would already seen plenty of boobs in horror movies. It's yeah, fine.
1: I know. You watched fucking a Nightmare on Elm Street at 3, apparently.
0: There was no boobs in that.
1: I thought, uh... Tina, you saw her tits.
0: No, you never see her tits in that.
1: No, but they're sex. Oh, no, you watch Halloween and there are definitely tits there in that. There's
0: tits in that. I had seen Halloween many times by that point.
1: Are you just desensitized <laughs> to boobies? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch horror movies, kids, and you'll never like boobies again.
0: That's not true. I would recommend this, of course. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't would. recommend this to anybody but a specific group of people
1: people that are fucked up like us. Like,
0: I would recommend this to somebody like me if you like cheesy fucking shitty horror movies. Um, if you like that like 90s era like sci-fi channel level of stuff, you'd probably like this.
1: So my friend Erica.
0: Yeah, Erica would probably be a good candidate for this one.
1: Didn't she say she's seen this before? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Erica, you're um, going to have to tell me if you've seen this before.
0: I would recommend this for like you said like if you're gonna have like a holiday small holiday party mm. and you want to watch movies with your friends throw this on because this is something you you guys will talk about it you'll oh have fun my God. with it i i think it's a good idea at least i don't know about you but
1: you love bad ideas
0: i do how would you make this today
1: <laughs> no Just no I wouldn't touch this. Leave this garbage where it is. Somebody would make this and it wouldn't be as funny. It wouldn't be as comedic. Somebody would try to make this serious.
0: I disagree. I think that this could be done again. Okay. But I think if you did it, like, if, say, Edgar Wright made this movie. What did Edgar Wright do? uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Um baby I've driver
1: only, i've only seen uh Shaun of the dead and that was years ago
0: but if if he with his style made this movie i think it would be a fucking blast because you'd have like crazy camera work and fucking he would take <laughs> things to like the next goddamn level like that if you were gonna make it today hmm. do that okay that would be fucking amazing all right you know what time it is leah
1: good mythical morning time what
0: is it mainstream, exploitation, or other?
1: Okay, now I don't know. See, nobody asked for this fucking thing to be made, so I don't think it's mainstream. This isn't Grindhouse. I'm going to go with other. It's not exploitation. It's not Grindhouse. It's not mainstream. It was a right to video. So I'm going to go with this as other.
0: I'm going to lean, lean towards expo- uh, exploitation. Ow. I think they milked the idea of a killer snowman for everything it was worth.
1: Uh, I mean, so much
0: so that I got a goddamn sequel. <laughs> so.
1: I think they could have milked it a little harder for me to say exploitation.
0: They probably could have, but... I don't know, I think on a light level, I would call this exploitation.
1: I would call it other because it is a heaping pile of dog shit.
0: Tell me how you really feel.
1: It's not solid.
0: It's not solid? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well... Is there anything else you'd like to mention about this movie?
1: No, throw it away.
0: She hates all my picks.
1: I do not hate (laughs) all of your picks, mister.
0: All right, well, that's going to bring our discussion on Jack Frost to an end. Uh, But don't go anywhere just yet. Please stay tuned for the coming attractions.
1: the night before Christmas and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve, Hey, you! the unthinkable happened.
0: You killed him.
1: Did not. Now, this night, If something should happen to me, put on my suit, the reindeer will know what to do.
0: It's up to them Let's go! to save the day. Oh! Together, Scott Kelvin and his son, Charlie, take on the biggest
1: job in the world. Looking good, Dad. And though it
0: has its dangers... Nice teeth. He thought it was just the one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. Ah, You put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. He doesn't want the job. It was a dream. Growing on him, I've gained forty-five pounds in a week. Now he's getting into the spirit. Ah! There are a lot of kids that believe me. I want some ballet slippers.
1: And getting ready for the biggest night of his life. How could I have done this without you, Charlie? You can not Walt Disney presents a timeless tale that will warm oh. your heart.
0: I love you, Santa Claus. I love you, son. Lift your spirits and make you believe.
1: You really are
0: Santa Claus pretty cool. Share the merriment and the magic.
1: Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing.
0: Tim Allen. Santa? The Santa Claus.
1: And to close out our Christmas movies, we're going to watch a classic. No, not It's a Wonderful Life. No, not a Christmas story. That will never be played on this podcast. (laughs) We're going to watch The Santa Claus.
0: Oh... The classic Tim Allen, 90s comedy, family film?
1: I think it was supposed to be family film. I picked this because, well, about a month ago, popped up on the trailers was The Santa Clauses.
0: Oh, God.
1: There is a Disney Plus series sequel to The Santa Claus.
0: Mind you, this is the fourth or fifth sequel now?
1: Fourth or fifth, yeah. Where Tim Allen was like, I'm not doing them anymore. Well, Tim.
0: You're eating your fucking words.
1: <laughs> but they did get Bernard back.
0: They got basically everybody back.
1: Judy is the only one they didn't get back. The girl who makes the cocoa. She's the only one that's not back.
0: I don't know. It, it looks like a heaping pile of shit.
1: I, I dare say in this house, we do not like Christmas. Christmas is not our thing. I dare say I hate Christmas. Yeah. yeah we're not Christmas people, but... If we're going to do Christmas movies for the podcast, we were like, let's pick decent ones. Jingle All the Way was definitely one from our childhood that now I actually thinking about it now, it's been two weeks. Or no, it's been, for us, it's been a lot longer. We watched that one during Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, we had life come up, so it took us a little while to get back. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but now after sitting on that movie for a little while, I hate Jingle All the Way. Yeah? I hate it. Yep. I don't The humor... And I like the acting, but I hate what the movie stands for. Because I actually had a discussion with it about about the movie, I think with my brother, my sister, um, and somebody else when I was at my cousin's wedding. And I was like, yeah, no, I hate that movie. I really, the commercialism is ridiculous. And that's all everybody could talk about was how bad the commercialism was in that movie and how it's never gotten better. Like, oh, haha, it was funny in that movie. And now it's gotten to a point where it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Like, it's hard to watch to some degree now. But
1: really honestly, after watching it, like I thought about it, I was like, mm. like advertising and and commercials and thrown in your face like that is really fucking ter- terrible. You show a five year old a video of something, make it look cool. Now that five year old wants it. Now your parents are obsessed with getting it. And for what? For you to play with it for like three or four days and then toss it to the side? Yeah, that is unnecessary stress. No, no, no.
0: I don't know. I uh, I didn't like. I think because I can kind of distance myself a little bit. Mm. Like I I still think it's fun to watch for the Arnold factor.
1: For the for the ow, ow, ow. yeah for that factor yes. But I I think i have come to. A realization, like I do not care to ever watch it again. I think
0: it's definitely not one I would watch every Christmas or anything. No,
1: I mean, I'd say in about three or four years down the line, if somebody else is like, "Hey, you remember that Chris? that Christmas movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger?" And you and I look at each other and go, "Yeah, I remember that. Do you want to watch that?" Sure, let's watch it, knowing that it's like, yeah. Santa Claus is the one I remember watching with my brother.
0: I wonder if we're gonna feel the same way.
1: Honestly, this one, he works in advertising for children's choice. Like he it has an element peppered in about that, but this one's more about the Christmas spirit. This one's more about family and, and all that. It's more
0: about realizing what's important, what's important kind of thing.
1: Christmas. This one, like when it came out, I was in middle school or high school? Hang on. Uh the no no, not the Santa Clauses. Fuck off. I want the original film, you motherfucker. 94. So this one came out, I was nine. So I remember watching this with my siblings. Like my, my sister was my sister had just been born when this movie came out. She was born in October. And my brother was little, and I just remember like, oh, Christmas is about family and and all this stuff. And as I got older, my parents were divorced and we had to go. You know to my dad's for Christmas, and then we did my mom's Christmas Eve. Like, you, you had those elements, so this movie became more and more important as I got older. But at the same time, it like now I can't watch it because I become emotional when I watch it.
0: Well, here we go.
1: Are you ready to watch me cry?
0: <laughs> Never. I mean,
1: I, mean, I cried the other day because I dove and I dropped something and I could pick it up.
0: Well, we'll save that. Fantastic voyage. voyage for next week. For Christmas? For Christmas.
1: And here's the exciting thing, guys. Next week's episode is the last movie for 2022.
0: It is, because we'll be closing out the year with something a little different a little and different. I'd, I'd wager to say special.
1: I couldn't think of a movie because it would have been your pick, the last movie of the year. And I was like, I don't think there's a movie that could close out the year. But I pitched an idea to Sean and we were like, this sounds like a good idea. So uh we'll probably talk about it a little more next week's episode. Yeah. But uh but yeah, Santa Claus is the last movie for 2022. Let's see how it goes. And
0: that'll c- close out our full our first, our first full year.
1: Full year. <sighs> I honestly did not know. If we would be able to do it, because this year has been a tough year.
0: Yeah, I think the fact that it's we're able we do it ahead, like episodes ahead of time. Yeah,
1: like obviously, right now we're doing this episode a month prior. Yeah, but next year's stuff for 2023, we actually want to record well earlier than a month. At one point, we had like three months of time, <clears throat> and we had life caught up with us sort of really bad, and we never caught back up to it. Yeah. Um, I really thought when I was out on, uh, as of this point, I'm still on, on medical. We don't know if I'm going back yet or not. <laughs> um, but we didn't, I didn't know how hard the recovery was going to be. And I really just, sometimes I didn't have for like a month and a half while I was laying in bed, I really didn't have the energy to do this. And now I'm getting to the point where I still can't walk right. And I'm in so much pain. It hurts so bad some days. But I now have the energy to do this and I can do it. So we want to bag up 2023 by June. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: see if we can we'll do see. it. see. <laughs> All right. That's going to bring this episode to an end. If you want to keep up on everything we're doing, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Grindhouse Podcast. We're on Twitter at Grindhousecast. You can find us on Discord where you can chat with Leah about this film or any of the films that we previously covered. Or you can suggest us some new films. All the links for everything are going to be down in the show notes. Listen to us. Give us a rating. Uh, Nope. Listen to us every Monday morning and give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your morning fix. If you like what we're doing and you want to show this show some support, you can subscribe to the show on Patreon or directly through Acast where you can get yourself access to ad-free listening or unlock some fun exclusive bonus content that we are slowly putting together and uploading Uh, the first couple episodes are actually already out. If you want to check them out, we would honestly appreciate the support because it'd be cool to actually, you know, earn a little bit and pay for, you know, the hosting fees and everything else that comes with podcasting until next week. I'm Sean.
1: And I am Leah.
0: Thank you for listening, and keep watching. Now he hates everything
1: Film. It is definitely not recommended for the squeamish. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Plus.